Welcome to Hustling Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. In this episode, we're going to discuss how to be grateful when God says no. So many times in life, there are goals and dreams that we want to achieve, and we get disappointed when we don't get them. Some examples of this could be achieving success in a certain field, finding that special someone, the list goes on. When we fail at achieving our goals, the real reason is because we didn't take time to analyze why we failed. If you're a faithful child of God, all you need to do is take time to think. Then you would realize that the word no isn't always a bad thing. No doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. It means that at that point in time in your life, God is telling you to wait. It's your responsibility to find out why God is making you wait before he gives you the desires of your heart. The wait could be because whatever you have your heart set on is not good for you during that point in time. I remember (laughs) a long time ago when I made the decision to move to a new town. I needed to find an apartment, okay? So I decided to look for an apartment close to the downtown area of the town. I found this beautiful apartment building that met all of my criteria. The outside was beautiful. It was quiet. And inside the apartment unit itself was newly decorated and had a great view overlooking a park. I made the decision to apply for this apartment. Now, to make a long story short, I did not get that apartment. (laughs) I remember being so angry. I was livid. Why couldn't I get my dream apartment? Later on, (laughs) I found out that not getting that apartment, what I thought was my dream apartment, was one of the best no's that God has ever said to me. What happened was, I ended up getting another nice apartment in a different area of town. Now, that apartment was a little older and a little bit further away from the downtown area, but it was even better than my dream apartment. I didn't have to pay for parking and a variety of other amenities that my dream apartment was asking me to pay for. Also, (laughs) I later found out that what I thought was my dream apartment would have been a total nightmare. I will never forget the moment that I walked by, again, what I thought was my dream apartment, and I found all these people standing outside in front of the building next door to my dream apartment, and they're just standing outside, they're talking loud, laughing and smoking. They seemed completely zoned out. And the reason why is because I had no idea (laughs) that the building next door to what I thought was my dream apartment was a rehab facility. (laughs) None of these people were outside on the day that I went to visit what I thought was my dream apartment. (laughs) Not a single soul. I was so focused on getting my dream apartment that I failed to see the big picture completely, okay? I did not take time to think about checking out my surroundings. If I had, I would have seen that the apartment building next door 
was a drug rehab facility. And by the way, if you saw the building next door, you would never in a million years assume or even guess that a drug rehab building would be in this area, let alone that that was the building for that facility. God said no to me getting this apartment because he knew I would have been miserable. I would have been way too worried about my safety. God sees things that we don't see. Sometimes we're so focused on the glitter that we don't see all the darkness around the glitter. (laughs) The darkness around the glitter are landmines that can destroy you. When God says no, instead of getting frustrated and angry, analyze the situation. Ask yourself, why did God say no to this? I know I'm doing God's will and I know God wants the best for me. So why is he saying no to me right now? If we truly analyze the no, we'll discover we're the problem. Let's say we really want to get married. God may be saying no because he knows that you aren't prepared for marriage. God knows that there are areas in your life that you need to further develop before he sends that special someone into your world. And if we take time to develop our own life, we may learn that we don't even want to get married or even have kids. God knows many times the things that we want are based on a checklist society created and are attempting to force us into accepting. And until we reprogram our mind to be controlled by God's word, God will say no to whatever your desire is. And mainly because what we think is a desire could be pressure from society. We're trying so hard to fit into a stereotype like you must get married and have kids in order to be happy. And this is a lie. In cases like this, God has to protect us from ourselves. God wants us to grow in the attributes of Christ so we can make wise decisions. When God says no, he's protecting us from ourselves. God is a parent first. Many times his no's are not forever. His no's are telling us that he wants us to grow in grace before he releases our blessing. This way, when we obtain our blessings, we have the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding and how to handle and enjoy our blessings. If you don't have the attributes of Christ, such as knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, then your blessings turn into a nightmare. Look at most of the celebrities out there. They have the checklist lifestyle, married, kids, fortune, fame, and yet many are miserable. This is because they fail to attain the attributes of Christ so they can enjoy what they have. Believe it or not, you can still go out and get the desires you want without God's help. Satan will give them to you. Just be aware that you're not going to be able to enjoy them. Satan can give you the objects on your checklist, but he can't give you the attributes of Christ so you can enjoy the desires of your heart. Satan can only give you things. He can't give you peace and happiness. That's why some people buy mansions and never spend time in them. To Satan's people, their house is just a house. It's not a home. They just have it. Throughout all of my Bible studies, I've learned that God says no when he knows that we don't have the attributes of Christ to really enjoy what we want. For example, I wanted to get married at a young age. God said no. Now that I'm older, I can see why he said no, because it would have turned out to be a complete hot mess. (laughs) First of all, I was following society's checklist of what happiness is. 
And in retrospect, if I had defied God and my mom's advice, I would have been a miserable person. God saying no was him telling me that marriage is not for you right now. And yes, God was right. Even now, I know I don't need to get married right now. I need more time to fill myself with Christ's attributes. And this way, when Mr. Wright comes into my life, I can really enjoy our time. Of course, I can get married without having the attributes of Christ, but then I'll end up having a marriage where we end up fighting like cats and dogs, or I end up doing what most people do, pretending that I'm happy for the sake of saving face. And this is definitely not what I want. (laughs) I'd rather be patient and get it the right way. God has given me plenty of examples as to why he has said no to me at that point in time. Now, I don't see God's no's as a bad thing. I've learned to look within and ask myself the tough questions. Am I doing God's will? If not, why not? And is my want really my desire or just an item on society's checklist? My age has come with wisdom. (laughs) I have seen firsthand that Psalm 37.4 and Matthew 6.33 When the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart is true. I notice when I put God first, I always receive my desire and then some. I am living proof that Matthew 6.33 is no joke and I encourage you to try it. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and I assure you that all the things you want will be given to you. Again, God has no problem giving us the desires of our hearts. However, certain conditions need to be met before we start to see those blessings flowing into our lives. God has three ways that he can answer our request. Yes, no, or not yet. And to know which answer God is giving you, you must take time to analyze your situation. Again, ask yourself, am I doing God's will? If not, why not? And is my desire worth the fight? Keep in mind, just because God said no at that point in time doesn't mean that we're never going to achieve our goals and dreams. Many of us don't realize that some of the situations we encounter are really not yet for that point in time and not necessarily a no. You can't ever have this or that. We need to see God as a godly parent. Many times my mother has said no to me And yes, I hated her for it at that point in time. (laughs) But now that I'm older, I can't stop thanking her for how my life turned out. My life is better than my wildest dreams. I look back and think about how miserable I would have been if my mother had not told me no. Again, no is not always a bad thing, and it can be a blessing in disguise. Again, we need to take time and analyze God's no's or not yet answers to our desires. You do this by being completely honest with yourself. Am I doing God's will? If not, why not? A lot of people say and think that they're doing God's will, but they aren't. And one surefire way to confirm this fact is through our actions. Does our way of life coincide with God's word? Your daily lifestyle will provide the evidence you need in order to answer, am I doing God's will? Again. God said to put him first, and then all these things will be added unto you. Have you really satisfied that requirement? Only you can answer that question. 
If you lie to yourself, you're just delaying the blessings that God has in store for you. We are working with God. And when God sees that we're serious about putting him first, then he starts to work on our blessings. While you're developing the proper mindset, God is over here doing a whole lot of other stuff behind the scenes in order to help prepare our blessing for us. I know I've brought this up before, <laughs> but I recently purchased a condo and I never dreamed that buying property was an option for me. The reason why is because I had a lot of negativity inside of me. God had to help me clear up my thought life first so I could truly enjoy the blessing he wanted to give me. The negativity, the fear, and holding on to toxic people and thoughts hindered my blessing. Once I started being more conscientious about putting God first, I was presented with resources and opportunities I never imagined possible. And I can attest to putting God first does work. If you're not seeing results, then you need to analyze where you are in your journey. Once again, ask yourself, am I doing God's will? If not, why not? And if you realize that you haven't been putting God first, what is holding you back from placing him first in your life? Have you allowed yourself to become distracted with the cares of this world? Have you convinced yourself you're too busy to read God's word? Even worse, have you surrounded yourself with toxic people that are draining your soul? Just a quick PSA, toxic people can even be in your own family. You can't always look at titles. Oh, but that's my brother or that's my sister, my spouse, the list goes on. Looking at titles is a trap. If their actions are not demonstrating that they embrace their title, then you need to cut them loose. Seriously, take time to analyze who you need to remove from your life. You could be allowing these people to hinder your blessings. They are hindering your growth by taking up your precious time and energy you could use to spend time with God. Due to our misguided view of titles, we allow toxic family members to steal, kill, and destroy our peace and happiness. And I've learned as a child of God, we need to be willing to stand alone. We need to be like Daniel. Make a decision based on God's word and leave all the consequences to him. I think about all the people that threatened Daniel. Daniel kept his focus on God and God caused all of Daniel's circumstances to work together for his good. The same concept applies today. We must be willing to stand on God's word no matter what happens. In today's times, throwing people in the lion den is, if you don't do X, Y, or Z, then I'm going to fire you. Guess what? Daniel put God first, made it out of the lion's den. And those same people who were responsible for attempting to harm Daniel by unjustly placing him in the lion's den fell into their own trap. Your lion's den may be losing your job. And if you put God first, you can take comfort in knowing that there is something better out there. You may not even need a job. God may bless you with being so rich that you're in a position to provide jobs. When you ask yourself, am I doing God's will? Also ask yourself, is my desire worth the fight? What many of us fail to realize is that in many cases, God puts our desire in our reach, not necessarily in our hands. And this is to help us determine if our wants are really a desire or just an object on society's checklist. God does not give us items on society's checklist. 
An item on a checklist is not true peace and happiness. Again, when you're trying to determine the difference, ask yourself, is my desire worth the fight? So there's a really great show called Yellowstone, and it stars Kevin Costner. By the way, he's absolutely one of my favorite actors. And if you haven't seen Yellowstone, I highly recommend it. It's on Amazon. So anyway, there's this scene where Kevin Costner is talking to his son, and they're standing on all this beautiful land that they own, okay? And Costner shares a conversation with his son about the time when someone asked him, if you had all the money in the world, what would you buy? And Costner responds, this is it, referring to his ranch. Now, from our perspective, in order to answer this question, you need to be completely honest with yourself. And this honesty can only come from daily reading God's word. There are so many things that look good and routes that look like they lead to prosperity, but really, they're dead ends. And this is why I've gotten to the point when things become difficult and despite my best efforts, if I still can't achieve my desire, I know this is God's way of saying, no, Tasha, or not yet, Tasha. (laughs) Instead of getting frustrated and angry, I give thanks. I know God has my best interests in mind and he's protecting me from something that I can't see. I'll say, God, I'm not sure what's going on, but thank you for protecting me. I know that no is not a bad thing. If you put no in its proper perspective, no can be a blessing in disguise, guiding you towards a path to unimaginable blessings. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. Remember, if you're everything to everyone, the risk be no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.